What is up, everybody? This is the Bodega Board Crew Podcast, Volume 25. How you all doing? I know it's been a little while for an episode. Um, I've been out of town for a little bit. Um, after surviving Vegas, I had about a week to recoup and then went out to Florida to visit family for a week, then came back here and I'm in the middle of a move. Uh, so moving from one place to the other, uh, basically same neighborhood, um, but with my family and the little one is kind of hectic so i've just had that as a priority and some work that i've been doing um so i think for the next like two weeks it's gonna be a little sporadic um we'll have this episode and then i think like maybe 10 days later i'll have the next episode so i apologize in advance i'm sorry about that Uh, i know i got to be better about updating uh the podcast but um i've just been sitting on some interviews that you know i'll get up there it's just life happens and you know how that is But how are you guys doing? I know surfing here in uh, SoCal has been kind of whack. I was talking to one of my friends and we've pretty much had, to be honest, like a full full year of just shitty surf, if you think about it. You know, there's been little pockets here and there, but I think maybe we were spoiled for a couple of years. I know the two years before that, almost every day you wanted to go out, there was something somewhere. Um, This year it's been, you know, you've had to find those spots that some swell creeps into that has a little bit of size um, and shape you know uh, we've had size no shape shape no size we've had mega high tides uh, mega low tides uh, you know big currents choppy seas uh, I just got back from surfing the Venice Pier which I hadn't done in a while and it was pretty much it felt like I was surfing out in the Rockaways uh, on a shitty day. And uh, <laughs> it's kind of bumming me out. It's bumming some of my friends out. I'm hoping it's going to get better. Um, but that was the other thing we were saying how uh, my friend and I were saying how almost every time that we've gone surfing in the last six to eight months, we always say, oh, tomorrow tomorrow is going to be better. Tomorrow morning is going to be better. And it always winds up being the same shit. Uh, but you know what? You kind of make the most of it you have fun with it i've had a couple of fun days on smaller topanga uh, riding my quad um, which i've really been digging and i think i'm gonna have to ask kyle alberts to make me another one because it's getting pretty beat up um, but it's funny it, sometimes a board like that a craigslist find will be like the most fun thing to ever surf and that's what i've been surfing a lot um, but i hope you guys are catching something i know uh, some of my boys went down to uh, San O and churches recently, and it was kind of fun. I need a day there again. Uh, I think I'm going to try to make it after the move. Just go really early on like a Monday or on a Wednesday and spend all day there and come home late um, to get a little recharge. But let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew Podcast, episode 25. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our page 
at bodegaboardcrew.podbean.com where we have track listings, links to things we're talking about, links pertaining to people we're talking with. And who were we talking with this week? Uh, this week, I was lucky enough to have uh, Tin Oyeda come over my house uh, a couple of weeks ago. Tin uh, is a filmmaker, surf filmmaker, uh, probably one of my favorite modern day sil- filmmakers. Uh, he's famous for doing a daughter expensive porno movie, Free Jazz Bane. And he has a new film that he's working on now uh, that's coming out uh, that I found out about through Cassia. She told me about working on it because she flew down to Peru for it. Um, and it sounds really interesting and I'm not gonna give too much away. So he's gonna talk about that. We also have some short takes as usual. Uh, we have one with CJ Nelson and Dead Kooks collaborating on a sled that we talked about ages ago. Um, there's a new video out for it. Uh, there's a video of a bunch of people like Current Cables uh, surfing Rincon. Rincon, I think, has been one of the only spots that's actually been kind of good this winter. Um, and there's also this article over at Stab uh, with a little video clip of uh, Clea Moniz uh, talking about when she dropped in on Chupu on a log, no leash, um, which I always love seeing that video. So it's kind of interesting to hear her take on it. But I don't want to keep anyone waiting, um, so I'm just going to get into the tracks, and then I'll check in with you guys in a little bit with the interview. Peace! Forget a funky flavor with the gift that only God gave. Put it to my grave. 
I'd rather die than be a slave. Slaves come as dope dealers, some come as addicts. Some come to run while the others call static. Static. Couldn't wait to see this. Nobody been much longer waited since Jesus. Who wouldn't believe this? I heard the word on the street is I'm still one of the deepest on the mic since Adidas. They said I changed the times from the rhymes that I thought of. So I made some order, put the new world in order with mathematics. Put your status above the average and help you rappers make paragraphs with graphics. Cause new days is dawning, new ways of performing. Brainstorming, I write and watch the night turn the morning on and on it. I got the whole world responding. Rock, I keep it hot, blow the spot without warning. The emperor, well known for inventing a sentence full of adventure, turning up the temperature, rush with adrenaline. How long has it been again to be in the state of mind that Rock Kim is in? It's been a long time. Long time. Rock him, the microphone solo whisper. It's been a long time. Long time. It's been a long time. Rock him. When I'm out popping, either hanging or shopping, people see me stopping, ask me when the album dropping. The wait is over. In formation like a soldier, like I told you, greater, stronger. Now that I'm older, I broke the code of silence with overloads of talents. My only challenge is not to explode in violence. I'm Asiatic, and blazing microphones a habit. At least once during the course of a day, it's automatic and ghetto apparel. Mine of an Egyptian pharaoh, far from shallow. Thoughts travel like an arrow, a law's monotony. So far, they can't stop me. You no raw one property like Omar Gaddafi. More thoughts than Bibles recital, taught disciple. A sort of mic, so words scatter like a rifle. Thoughts is trifle. I'm busting these for you. Hey yo, technical difficulties is through. It's been a long time. Rockin' the microphone solo. It's been a long time. Rockin' the microphone solo. It's been a long time. Rockin' the microphone solo. It's been a long time. Long time. It's been a long time. Long time.
I show them new heights, I go to right. They know I strike with new prototypes to blow the mic. Critics and biters don't know where my source of light is. Still leave authors and writers with arthritis. Curse kids like the pyramids when they found the style. First to ever let a rhyme flow down the now. The rebirth for hip hop will be dropped now. Cause the crowd didn't hit the original in the wow. So be alarmed, what you about to see is the bomb. Like 3D and arm, vivid like CD-ROM. Info kept like internet.com. My notebooks, my bond like the Holy Quran. Since I came in the door, said it before. But no, I ain't down with Eric B no more. At night, the open mic be inviting me to rhyme. So yo, I'm online. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Long time. <laughs>
Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, beat the jump off, ain't nothing sweet, get jumped off, frontin' like you won't get deaded and bumped off. Drastic sons, master guns that'll run up with plastic ones, then go crash in the slums. One tight army, few good men that'll rep and you strongly. Prince of Wales swimming on feet, props to sell all yellow L's. Cocks sleeping on nails, niggas get realer than real. Yo, flash the brown, last time it's crowned. All Navy Woolridge, wool kicks, moving in pounds. Yo, lasso niggas. Great adventures of my niggas in Castro pictures. Sending the rash out the kitchens like the wind. Invite the grin. Watch niggas rewrite the trend. Boom niggas did it again, yo. Unholly tame. Die cast metal frame. Lame. Let another man with you handle me. Chamber music. Fuck in the party up there. Chamber music. Fuck in the party up there. Yeah. Spark the intro. Relevant info. Load up the keyboard. 105 tempo. Most heated battles are blasted and seized. Some said that the bullets flew by like angry bees. We went it on the level where we've been waiting. Listen. With one flash. Metal, eight calculate positions. The world snap once we combine our rap. Drastic measures, priceless treasures right, on maps. A sword swing, wind chill, Mount Airy. Native plant standing on the tall grass prairie. Snares and kicks off the project bricks. It's no act the producer play the role with drumsticks. The warning came unnoticed. It's like a shot of the dock of the bay and slate odors. The nine loaders, each one adjusts to his own environment. Formulate this great LP, a hundred rounds spent. Niggas bent on a fruitless search for nourishment. They long for the proper guidance and courage men. Chamber music, fuck in the party up in. Chamber music, fuck in the party up in. Chamber music, fuck in the party up in. Chamber music, fuck in the party up It be the Lord's tribe, seven days locked in the dungeon. Foaming at the mouth, mad dog in this production. The uncontrolled substance got me spitting up bars, disgusting. The last temptation of the son of David Ruffin. Hold my mic sideways when bussing. On judgment day, running through hell, yelling and cussing. At MC's in my circumference, y'all niggas handcuffing these hoes and ain't read them, they rights or nothing. Keep lusting, yeah, and I'ma keep hustling. The chamber music, fuck it, the party right, up in. You know me, every time you kiss that hoe, you blow me and blow trial, trying to walk a mile in my Chamber music, fuck it, the party up in. Chamber music, fuck it, the party up in. Chamber music, fuck it, the party up in. Chamber music, fuck it, the party up in.
We just touched down Wolf Shuttle Private Jet. Step off the plane to World Web. Roll with the witty unpredictable. Talent or natural. Rock with the Beatles and hip hop. Mathematical imperial manifestation of greatness. Make wizards scream and shout at the top of their breath of life essence. Captured on tape is precious. Less might cure deafness. Away from the secret state. When the guard bring rain, hail, snow to the earthquake. Fresh trim app, four on the J got the Tim rack. Blue collars, metro car, and then 
Thugs bobbing in form partnership, increased armament, street former says deep consequence. When you seek sleek ornaments, you get caught. Rode the white horse and can't get off. Big dogs that trick off just get sent off. They shoot box dashes, all they see is gotta live off. It's real, yo, but still, yo, it's love here. And it's felt by anybody to come here. Out of town, let's take the train, plane, and bus here. Must be something that they really want here. One year as a resident, deep in sentiment. They shout out, go Brooklyn, they representing it. Sitting on their front stoop, sipping Genesis. Using native dialect in their sentences. From the tree line blocks to the tenements. To the mom and pop local shop businesses. But travel all around the world at great distances. It ain't a place that I know that bear resemblance. That's why we call it the planet. Not a borough or a province. Our style is uncommon. From some to the Tongans to Lafayette Gardens. White Cove, Gowanas, and the only jacket liners. Yo, this goes out to Macassar, Coney Isle, Friday night. Out in front of the Himalaya going wild. This goes out to Crown Heights and Smurf Village. The 90s and all my yard at Trinity Brown's Village. Parkside, tennis court, 30s, 40s, in the 50s. The cats out in Star Wright City getting busy. To the hook, to the east, to the stop. Bushwick and Canarsie. Farragut, Fort Green and Marcy. My Flatbush Posse, generals and armies, when it's time to form, just call me. And let this song be, playing loud and long be, if you love Bucktown strongly. Raise it up. Brooklyn, my habitat, the place where I happen at. Loud sway in the sharp balance of the battle axe. Irons is brandished at, thugs draw their hammer back. It's where you find a new tool crew cameras at. It's where my fam is at, the summertime jam is at. They play big and get you open like a sandalback. Hot in the candle wax, hustling and you can't relax. The crack babies trying to find where they mammoths at. It's off the handle black with big police scandals at. Turn in the action screenplay, so the mirror max. The type of place where they check your appearance at. And cats who know all the hot loads. Here is that the stomping grounds where you find the pound smokers that be blazing charm to have your wave cap floating back. The doorstep where the dispossessed posted at dope fiends out on Franklin Ave selling over racks. You big baller better keep your money folded back. Cause once the young guns notice that it's over black, Brooklyn keep on taking it worldwide. We know for that. Floor seat cats get it snatched like the local tax. The place I'm shopping up my baritone vocals at but one of the greatest. Welcome back to the Bodega Board Group Podcast, Volume 25. Hope you guys been digging the tracks. Uh, threw in a little bit of an obscure Tupac mixtape that actually Tin picked out uh, as one of his tracks for this episode. I don't play a lot of Tupac, but I've kind of developed more of an appreciation, I think, over the last couple of years. I think when that whole Biggie, Tupac, East Coast, West Coast thing was happening, it was just a really a big turnoff for me, and I... Even the Biggie stuff, like, I didn't want to listen to. Like, it was just because there was so much drama around it, and I think that it clouded my judgment on it. And now, with a cleaner um, headspace, I kind of look, uh, listen to it and dig it more. And I like uh, putting some of those tracks in our episodes. Uh, but let's get into the interview. So, I'll do a little intro. So, Tin is Argentinian, uh, moved here to the United States, originally to Florida, uh, and this has produced some of the most interesting uh, surf films of the last 10 years. I think, you know, he's a direct lineage 
of what Thomas was doing with his movies, you know, Seedling and so forth, uh, but more of an aggressive kind of, even though the music isn't aggressive necessarily, or punk rock, it feels more punk rock, his, uh, his uh, film work. And I like what he does. Uh, expensive porno movie as surf porn is one of my favorite things to watch. Uh, my daughter and I watch it all the time. And uh, Free Jazz Vein, I thought was a really interesting experiment and something that someone who's into the Ride Everything movement should really check because it really does highlight th exactly that Ride Everything, not just logs or mid lengths, but a lot of like short stuff. Um, so without further ado, um, here's the interview and I hope you guys enjoy it. So where okay. are you originally from and where'd you grow up? Um, I'm originally from Argentina uh -huh. and I grew up there and I moved here 18 years ago. Okay. I lived in Florida for a little bit and uh -huh. then most of, then I moved to New York okay. and I spent most of my time there and between the city and Montauk. Okay. And how yeah. did you, did you get into surfing in Florida? I started there, yeah. Okay. Um, started surfing when I was like 17. Okay. A little late, but I don't care. And I was just, kind of just went to the beach with my family and uh -huh. saw this like guys running waves, whatever, <laughs> you know. I was like, man, that's really cool, you yeah, know. Yeah. So I bought my first shoreboard, just like a, kind of like a thruster. Okay. Almeric, whatever, just, you know. And then uh, I tried it, and I liked it, but I, you know, it was difficult to surf beach breaks. Yeah, oh yeah. With a shortboard. Yeah. When you know, never, you know, just yeah. barely standing up and yeah. kind of falling. And I was like, oh man, I can do this. And you know, I, I tried it for like about a year and a half. Like I was going to the beach like pretty much every day. Like mm -hmm. every morning, I would drive down and try to surf, and you know, maybe I'll get like one ride or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I liked it, but it wasn't until I went to move to Montauk and I wrote uh, a longboard. Okay. Um, by uh, the shaper Tony Caramonico. He, okay. he, he's like kind of like a legend of Montauk. Okay. And he gave me a board and he's like, try this. Because he saw me struggling with the uh -huh. little board and he's like, try this board. And I like literally stood up and I got the best wave of my life. Was, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like I wrote it probably for like 30, 40 seconds and I'm like, oh my God, this is surfing. Oh, that's awesome. I like stood up and I rode the wave and I could see the phase. And You're like, I'm actually surfing. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not pumping. I'm not trying to, you know, hit yeah. the lip or anything. I'm just literally going down the line um so i was like okay this is what it's all about and after that i was like that's it hooked and i was like i want to surf this wave uh -huh. for like the next you know whatever 10 years uh -huh. 20 years whatever and i just want to stay here and because i love this <laughs> no, is it ditch planes or? yeah ditch so yeah. that's where it's goes. such a good wave for longboarding and yeah is it like year round or uh... well if you're down to you know, freeze your ass and pretty much, yeah, it gets uh -huh. really cold there. Yeah, because I've but, never surfed there and I've always wanted to. Like, I think next summer when I go back to New York, I'll probably bring my log with me because uh, we do like a trip out east like during the summer um, and see what it's like. Who are some of the people that you were surfing with there when you started out? Uh, well, I actually, uh, I, I hung out with Mikey the Temple in Florida a few times oh, okay. and I kind of knew him from Montauk. Okay. Um, and he was just started to film his first movie, Picaresque. Uh -huh. um, and uh, he kind of showed me a little bit, you know, around there in Florida and uh, Alec Parker as well. He was okay. there. So I was like kind of surfing with them okay. a bunch. Um, and then uh, and then in Montauk, I don't know, no, what, probably nobody you know. That's just a, like local, uh, local people that's awesome. there that I would surf with. Now, was it like, like was it people uh, your age or was it like old timers? 
both. Both. Yeah. Like, yeah. And there's a scene there. There's an old time yeah. scene there. Yeah, there's an old time scene for sure. Okay. Uh, and everyone is super nice. All the local people there are really nice. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's very small community mm-hmm. of surfers. And especially the ones that stay year round. Because okay. a lot of people go there and then they bail. Yeah, I mean, the classic yeah, story. They, I know in the last couple of years, the biggest trip for me, like going back to New York in the last couple of years, like going back to Brooklyn, for instance, is I've seen more logs on people's like hoods of their cars. Yeah. And I've ever seen. I was like, I never saw this shit ever. Yeah, yeah it's pretty. Uh, it's every year. Actually, uh, do you know Danny Demora? He's like part of the skateboarding scene too. Sounds he was familiar. he was helping Harry for a while. Okay. Um, anyway, he he's like from New York, and him and I we made a movie called Cook Paradise, which was the first yeah, one, and we literally made fun of everybody, but yeah. in a like a nice way. Yeah, yeah. Because you know it was just so obvious, like everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, even we even made fun of some of the local people surfing there, yeah. which they loved it. You know, yeah. it's like this guy carrying a suitcase, we call him Greg's suitcase. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it was just like fun. Was that so? That was the first film project you did. That was the first one. Yeah, like. Official, but we didn't sell it or anything. We just did it for fun. I yeah, it's, it's it online. It's on VHS, videos, so yeah, and super fun. We showed it, and then it was actually it was like a really good turnout. Like everybody was there to uh-huh. see the movie. And, Where'd you guys show it the first time? Uh, just a um, Bob. Uh, it was I forgot his last name. This this kind of warehouse. Okay. Um, yeah, it was good. Like Julian Chanel was there. Oh my god! Came like, all right, uh, this is kind of a big deal. Yeah, we people. Yeah, I know. It's to be a joke, but everyone loved it. You know, people love to laugh. They like mm-hmm. things that are like you know just make fun. I don't know. Yeah, and I think your films like all have that kind of like a little bit. Yeah, yeah. There's a sense to yeah. it. So you did Daughter next, and then was yeah. that after you did your first one? Were you kind of like was that like was that like light a spark in you to be like oh wow I can this is something I want to do. Yeah, I mean, I always wanted to make a film, okay. like a feature film, or actually a longer film, because I was doing very small edits. I was actually doing a lot of skateboarding, like just for friends. Like, I'll go film them, and uh, and then make little edits for the website. And I'm like, oh man, I would love to make like a full movie, but I never really had the, you know, the time or or the, uh-huh. or the tools, you know. Yeah. So we did that one, and it was just with the VHS camera, or whatever, could paralyze. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I would love to, because it was such a nice turnout. And I'm like, oh man, I would love to do something actually now more serious, yeah, and artistic, at the same time, because I felt like a lot of the surf movies were very, uh, you know, just like surf. It's like stacked like, clips. Stacked clip clips. clips. Yeah. yeah. And I and you know I come from a art or background okay um and you know i love a lot of the experimental films and all that and oh. i'm like wow it would be cool to do something that have a mix of both yeah so i was like uh, i started filming actually with the vhs for mm-hmm. daughter and um we i filmed a c street in ventura at once yeah. like colin whitbread and uh and cassia and we filmed for like a couple of days and then all the VHS got damaged because the camera was so old. Oh shit! And I lost everything. Oh man. And then I, I was gonna film Danny Fuller as well. And uh-huh. then he was at the beach the day that the tape broke, uh-huh. and he's like, "Hey man, I have a Super 8 camera. You wanna use it?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I love Super 8." Yeah. But I'm like, "Okay, whatever. I guess I'll just shoot with that." Because yeah. I was there. I, that's I didn't have anything else. So right. he gave me the Super 8, and I started filming. I shot like a bunch of rolls, and uh, and then the. I was like, okay, I'm gonna do everything on uh, on, v- on Super 8, uh-huh. and then I burned the VHS camera. <laughs> I lighted it on fire, yeah, yeah. and that was the cover of the movie because yeah, I was yeah. so pissed. 
Because we did get some really good waves, and oh. he was all lost. Oh, man. Yeah. Now, was that the first time you ever shot on Super 8? No, I did in the past for, like, two commercials. Uh-huh. Um, but it wasn't even my camera. Like, they gave me a camera, and they okay. like, just hit the button, you know, like, just yeah. get, get into it. And then they took it back. And, okay. Uh, but that was, yeah, kind of, like, probably the third time I shot okay, on Super cool. 8. And I always loved Super 8, but I was never, I never thought I could afford it. It's yeah, it's expensive. Super, it's more expensive than 16. It's like the most expensive yeah. besides 35. Yeah. They, just because they charge so much, it's so small and really hard to handle. And, yeah. You know, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to shoot it. But I was like, I want to, I was reading to Jim Jarmusch, Dead Man, mm-hmm. that movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, I was like, I love how it was all black and white and very contrasty. So I was mm-hmm. like, I want to do something like that. When he's like, totally and that's the only thing you can, you can really only get that from film. Yeah. Yes. Only like when you do it on digital and like in post it doesn't it, it just doesn't translate it's too sharp or it's just yeah, it not weird. grainy enough and yeah. even if, when you try to use filters there's nothing like film I mean mm-hmm. all the little light leaks and all that mm-hmm. stuff that oh, you get it in it it's like impossible to replicate I mean yeah. you'll have to spend a lot of time yeah the amount of time you have to spend for the yeah. mistake it's is, not worth it yeah. no, no, not at all um, so did you have anyone kind of as that were other surf filmmakers as like giving you advice in the beginning or did you just kind of go into it like I kind of just went into it uh-huh. um, because I was been doing it for a long time but I was just not never doing a full feature and I just kind of went into it and we did daughter and like I came here for the first time mm-hmm. uh, that was 2013 or 12 mm-hmm. To California, coming from the East Coast, yeah. and I literally went to Malibu and I lost it. I was like, "Oh my God, these waves yeah, yeah. are so long!" Like, yeah. so I just started filming there, and that whole movie is just kind of like two swells at Malibu, mm-hmm. one swell at uh, uh, tur- um, what is it at uh, Lowers yeah. and uh, Trestles at Trestles, right? So, and then that was it. That's pretty fast. Like, to get oh on my the- God, yeah! Like I was just so obsessed <laughs> with California waves, like. That's where the obsession started then? Yeah, I was like, man, these guys have it all. Like, yeah, coming were, from the East Coast and not seeing this. Now you can understand why yeah, I started yeah, surfing here. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Even like a wave like this, I was like, oh my God, we're scoring. Yeah. I was like, I remember filming JJ at, 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 at Malibu. And I'm like, oh my God, that's And they're like, yeah, here. this is whatever. They're like, yeah, just small. Whatever. Like, whatever. I'm like, dude, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I think we take it for granted out here a lot. I mean, yeah. even now, this like little spell we have. Like, I have so many friends who are here, and they're like, they're like, oh, I'm not gonna even go out. And I'm like, me, I've been going out every day. I'm like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'll take my log out. I don't care if it's like like ankle knee high. Like, yeah. I don't give two shits. Yeah, you guys just have it too easy. Um, you obviously with daughter, a lot of people loved it. They love. I mean, it, it it really put your name on the map. Um, the next one you worked on was expensive porno movie. When you were working on an expensive porno movie, was that did you have a mapped out idea of what you were going to do, or were you just collecting footage and trying to figure it out? Oh, I had a uh, yeah, I had a, a small idea um, okay. what I wanted to do. Also, I knew that California could get a lot better yeah. than Daughter, you yeah. know, because everybody was like, "Do you have to come here in the winter and see churches? You have to see mm-hmm. Rincon, like, mm-hmm. you know, full on." I, I did film Rincon too and okay. Daughter a little bit, um, but like. Even though it was it wasn't like perfect Rincon, it was like waist high Rincon. Like yeah. you have to come see it. And like I'm like, all right, well I guess you know I'm missing. You know this is nothing. I'm like whatever. So I went home for the summer, and then I was like, I'm gonna make another one now because I, I love Super A, but I I, I was like, it, it's just it was just too rough mm-hmm. and like too grainy, and I'm yeah. like, 
somebody a friend of mine was like dude you should try to shoot 16 because yeah. it's kind of like there's more more depth and there's mm-hmm. better cameras that you can use and you know and it just looks better also when you put it in a movie theater when you play it and uh it's just you know it's just you're gonna be happier and i'm like okay sure and i bought a 16 a bolex camera mm-hmm. and um then i'm like i'm gonna shoot another movie in color mm-hmm. so i came here for like a whole winter rather than like one trip okay so i stayed here and i literally called everyone that i wanted to film and i was like let's work on this movie and they were like sure so i spent a lot of time with each individual filming did, their, now their, did, did these people parts. know you beforehand or was it just kind of like well through daughter through daughter like, yeah yeah okay. and um i just kind of became friends with everybody yeah. and uh, other people were introducing me to other people like i went to Rincon, i know i knew uh um kyle albers and then yeah. uh adam billy death and uh and he introduced me to trevor gordon and i and to one other person and like the classic kind of like surf thing. Yeah, like, you know, this and everyone thing. is surfing. Yeah. Like you should shoot this guy. Because yeah. I was asking, I was one asking people like, who should I shoot? You know, yeah. like I don't really want to shoot like big names. I was like, I kind of want to shoot some other, like some big names, but yeah. some other people that are like, kind of more underground. You know, like yeah. There's a great in that video. It's one that I should tell everyone like if they're kind of curious about like, oh, what kind of surfing are you into? I'm like, watch this. Yeah, I was like, because for me, it's the range. It's the yeah. whole range. It's like yeah. from Cassia, who's like super well known, to these other people like Kyle yeah. Albers and yeah. all these people. I'm like, yeah. no, you should watch this. Yeah. Uh, and Kyle introduced me to Justin, which I became really good friends with. Mm-hmm. But he was super weird in the beginning. He's like a really weird guy. And, yeah. Um, and I knew him from Ryan Thomas's movie that he actually never released called Temporal Collections. And there's like one wave of him, and I'm like, who's this guy? Like he's body surfing the whole time. Yeah. It's pretty sick. Um, so he put me in touch with Justin, and then anyway, so it was just like like a chain, you know. Uh huh. Yeah. And how did so. now with that movie? How did like you had this idea in your head, like, oh, this is the look and feel I'm gonna kind of go for. Mm-hmm. Um. So the music played a big part of it. Yes. How, how did you go? Did you have relationships with these artists, or did it just? Not at all. Um. Actually, I was for that movie. Uh, it was. I was going through like a Tarantino phase like I was really into Death Proof and other movies like oh I could see that yeah, yeah. and then I was like man I want to make a grindhouse like a grindhouse 70s like fake porn movie yeah, yeah. and I started it um, and just buying like old old vintage uh, film because uh-huh. I couldn't afford like real like date film date, yeah, yeah. how do you call it like yeah just couldn't afford like brand new film yeah, so yeah. I was buying old film off eBay which was great because it gave more of that old look to mm-hmm. it um, and the funny thing is that I didn't have money to do the developing and that's what's called <laughs> expensive because it ended up costing me so much money and I didn't even travel I was just here but um, the, just the film it's crazy expensive uh-huh. so um, I didn't see anything I would just get develop it and the film will come back and I would just look at it in the light and see oh okay it looks like the frames are here and I collected <laughs> it a box like this of probably shit. like I think I had like 115 rolls of film oh my god and I finally got the sponsorship money and I sent it away and Who, it was who's, like Christmas was it Saturday? Saturdays yeah so what's yeah. so I mean they're an awesome company so they've gotten behind a lot of your film projects yeah right? pretty much all of them except okay. for the daughter and expensive porn okay yeah so I they mean, um could paralyze yeah so they make it possible for you because yes. it's like it's super expensive it's like yeah. you can do this out of pocket 
Yeah, and I was like at the beach filming in, in uh, Blackies, and I see my friend Colin, who is one of the Saturday owners. Yeah, and I, I'm I've been friends with him for for a long time, and I was telling him, I'm like, man, I'm shooting this movie, and I have no money like to develop it, and he's just asking me like, how you doing? How's the project going? Yeah, and I didn't even think about it. He's like. Well, when you go back to New York, let's just talk about it in the office. And then, like, this light came. Like, I'm like, oh, man, like, maybe we could do something together. Yeah. Maybe this is, you know, like, I don't have to do everything by myself. Right. So I did go back, talk to them, and they were like, yeah, we'd love to, you know, help you out with this. And, you know, it's like, cool. Like, That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, like, everybody, cool. everybody needs a benefactor for Oh, my God, thing. yeah. Like, you can't, especially when something like this. Like, obviously, when all, all these guys who are shooting digital that's easy they could go home they could go on their laptop they could mm -hmm. just plug in the camera like blah blah but if you have to develop film yeah film is a lot and I mean even I think for the people that shoot digital just which it's kind of where I'm at right now because yeah. I'm still shooting a little bit of film but I, I want to explain the story why I kind of went into digital okay. a little bit like just traveling man it's like so expensive too and you need a budget like just you know going to different countries and yeah. bringing everything and hotels like you know, like transportation and equipment everything so now like af after the after doing expensive porno movie you did uh, free Bang, jazz. free jazz man yeah free jazz man. yeah so how did that come about because that's like like it is definitely your movie but it's way different I think yeah it's way different yeah so, so how, yeah how did so that come about? I kind of went off track a little bit I think like I mean I like what I did mm -hmm. um, I could probably go back right now and re-edit it <laughs> you know uh, it took me a very long time and I, I wanted to do another movie that it was just different from free jazz uh -huh. and it had a, a bit more of a just because free jazz I mean uh, expensive porno there's a lot of uh, longboarding yeah and um, and, uh, and some mid-length but I wanted to do something more that it was like longboard and then shortboard mm -hmm. and I think it was also because I kind of stopped writing longboard uh -huh. and I moved into Finland and other things and I was like just not that inspired by longboarding mm -hmm. anymore and I was like I would love to film like some shortboarding and right. just kind of reach to more audience too like I want more other people to see it mm -hmm. not just like longboarders or, yeah, yeah. Or, you know and, which makes sense like yeah, yeah I see that and I then I was like I want I like to film big waves too because like expensive porno is like mostly like small waves yeah and um, so it was just more you know just I was like I want to ex explore more and mm -hmm. what's out there and yeah and the music's like totally I mean you got to use a Sonic Youth song which yeah is pretty awesome yeah and so like and Kim Gordon's in it for like a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So did that there. come through Alex? Or? Uh, no, actually, it came through my wife because um, Kim shows at three or three, which is my wife's gallery. Oh, okay. And that's how I know Kim, and oh. then I know Alex. So the, the, they that's kind of awesome. met together and yeah. expensive when we did expensive porno, uh, the the premiere. Yeah. In the city, that's how they met. Oh, cool. Yeah. So. And I've been good friends with Kim, and mm -hmm. you know we kind of support. Like, obviously, we support her art, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I ask her. I'm like, I mean, I'm a huge fan. Like, <laughs> she knows, and she likes the movies, so she likes yeah. surfing. And so, yeah, because yeah. she's originally from here. Yeah, which is like kind yeah. of crazy. Like, yeah, she's me? getting to surfing too. She's really good. Oh, is she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She shreds. Yeah. Oh, I had yeah, no yeah. idea she's. Yeah, surfed. yeah. She, she's good. Because I was, I was like, oh, maybe she liked it from afar. Because like for me, like growing up in New York, like Sonic Youth was like, you know, they were like. I don't know how to describe it, but their whole thing was like kind of like 
the epitome of like indie rock for us yeah. as kids. Like we were like, we want to be them. Like every girl wanted to be Kim and every guy wanted to be Thurston or yeah. like Lee. Like it was kind of a thing. So yeah, like to so see her cool. involved in this world for me, I'm kind of like, it's awesome to hear that she shreds. That's even cooler. Yeah. Um, and I, I love when you did that movie too because you had this, like I bought one of the the, the, the advanced ones where you had like a booklet and all oh, this man. kind of stuff. Oh, it to you. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I like, like I, I love that kind of stuff. I think it's, it's something that's lacking because I know like as a kid, like growing up in skateboarding, like we'd love to get like a VHS copy, right? And like if there's something like a sticker on it or something like that. And I think that's really lacking nowadays because people could just go onto like Apple TV and be mm. like, okay, I'll buy it. Yeah. Now I'm not going to front like, like with expensive porno movie, I own, I own both versions. I own the, the DVD version in the case, but I also own the digital version because I just want it to be convenient. Yeah, sometimes. Kind of yeah. It is very convenient. But I like that you're doing it and a lot of other filmmakers are starting to do it where it's like, okay, just buy it and you get this like nice artwork or you get a print mm -hmm. or something like that. I think it's something, is that something that like you're very conscious of or is it just organic that it happens that you kind of create these packaging? I think it's both. Um, I wanted to do a... a also for expensive porno when I did it I wanted to do like some sort of a book or something but yeah. I didn't really have the time and by the time the movie was out I was just kind of tired of it mm -hmm. and I'm like I just want to move to the next thing mm -hmm. but for free jazz I had so much time and then the movie was done and I had we I knew we had like five months until mm -hmm. the movie was released so okay. I had like five months and I'm like I have time now to make a book mm -hmm. um, so I did it and and, and also yes because DVDs are dead mm -hmm. and I had to do DVDs for Japan so I had to produce a lot of DVDs because you oh, know wow. you can't just do like 200 no, it costs not. you more money than actually making like yeah. 2000 yeah. so I made all these DVDs and I'm like well now I just have all these DVDs so mm -hmm. I'm gonna try to put it in a package mm -hmm. so people can have the DVDs because I know that not a lot of people have DVD players but it comes also with the book yeah and you know it's a thing that you can hold and then you can also if you want buy the digital version or not yeah. and uh, and I, I was like, I was going to put the, a file on the book for the people that didn't have the, the a DVD player. Mm -hmm. But then I was afraid that the movie was just going to get all over the place because like it's just so easy to oh, send okay. files. Like right now you can send files on your phone and, <laughs> and you know what I mean. Like, it's like <laughs> I put a lot of time and money yeah. and like three years of my life into this mm -hmm. and you know, I kind of wanted to get a little bit back you know so that's how long so, you spent on, on, on yeah uh, oh really it took a very long time because um, I kind of went into other projects uh -huh. like our house in Montauk needed a little a lot of work okay. so I had to stop and work on that like Got I had it. to re rebuild the whole house so mm -hmm. I was like kind of like doing a lot of, of that okay and then um, and then you know free jazz was funny it was like a relationship like a new yeah. girlfriend and I yeah. I was breaking up with and then like getting back together uh -huh. like for three years. It was like hard. It was like back and forth, back yeah, and forth. We're like, like, oh, we don't love each other anymore. We'll yeah, do yeah. <laughs> I, there was points when I was like, I'm done with you. I don't ever want to see you again. You know, like get out of my house. And then two months after, I'd be like, oh man, I, baby, I need you. Come, <laughs> come back. We got we got work to do. And uh, yeah, it's a good way to put it. Yeah, and and I'll have like you know this 
because I had three sponsorships for that one, and also like oh, it's Saturdays and who? Saturdays, uh, rain and polar. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, you know they had money and into it and everything, like, so they were like, "Hey, man, what's going on with the movie? <laughs> like, Shit. when is it coming out? We're like, we want to make a party and blah, blah blah." And I was like, "Okay, all right, all right, it's coming, it's coming." Yeah, because you guys did a bunch of premieres. Like, you did one yeah. out here, you did one in New York, like yeah. a bunch. Yeah, we did a lot, and yeah. which was great. I mean, I love the sponsorship things because. Mm-hmm. Then, like, for example, Saturdays through a huge party, mm-hmm. they got the theater and everything. I would never be able to do that with myself. It's yeah. like so much work. Yeah. To like book a theater, promote it, oh, forget you know, it. all yeah. that stuff. I'm like, I can't do that. Well, that's, a, I mean, it's nice that that's happening, like, with your movies and some other movies out there because it's going back to the original essence of, like, what surf films used to be, what, with, like, Bruce Brown and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, they used to be these huge auditoriums, and you would go yeah. to, and you'd watch, it was the, the only way you can watch it. And yeah. I think that's something that's missing, too. Like, when you bring up the thing about, like, sending files with a phone, I think so many people, like, watch on their small screen, right, this, like, little surfing experience. Yeah. And I think we, it'd be nice to see more of the kind of community, because that's the thing that Absolutely, you get out of it, yeah. too, is, like, everybody yeah. who surfs, who, like, let's say, like, a bunch of people who surf all these spots in, like, northern LA County, right? They go to a premiere. Now they see each other in the water all the time, but they don't talk because it's like classically yeah. like fuck you kind of yeah. LA thing. Yeah, my wave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get off my wave. I, I've been more local than you, bullshit. But then, like, when they're in a movie setting together and watching the same thing, they're all transfixed on the same object. They kind of break that barrier down. They mm-hmm. wind up talking. I think there needs, like, for me, it's, it's when I saw all the, you guys doing all those premieres, I thought it was really awesome because I'm like, okay, this could help get the community back together because it's not just people looking at a video being like hey videos released it's on itunes download it it's like no go to this party yeah, and see yeah, it it's so sick yeah 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 i love that um it's awesome you know you get to tour the world uh, like well maybe the world i don't know if you're lucky enough yeah. like maybe thomas campbell did back in the days yeah, yeah. and other people <laughs> i didn't get to tour the world but i did we did like east coast and west coast premieres and i met so many cool people along the mm-hmm. way and it's just really fun and like people come and like they scream they throw popcorn yeah. they you know smoke weed like whatever they do inside the theater uh-huh. and uh, it's just such a good experience that you know you don't you know you don't really get to experience all the time and yeah yeah it's it's, it's lacking from yeah. film i think in film period it's lacking to a certain extent you know we're so yeah. transfixed on like on demand media right like oh, the netflix generation yeah. we're like i'm going to binge watch it's like you yeah. know what happened to like Going with your friends to the movies and bullshitting yeah. afterwards, yeah. and saying how bad the movie was yeah. or how good it was. Yeah, I realized that when it, when we did the expensive porn movie premiere in Montauk, uh-huh. it was crazy. Uh-huh. Like everybody was like higher their minds. Yeah. There was like popcorns flying, people throwing shoes. Just everyone was screaming. <laughs> did everybody come out for that? Yeah, there was a lot of people in Montauk for that. The city was in. Uh, really nice too but a little more conservative yeah but the one we did in Montauk was crazy and then I was like oh man I want to do this again uh-huh. like a hundred times like all over the places and it's it's great every every town uh-huh. here in California and uh, actually everywhere every town it's so different you yeah. know like the audience oh yeah it's so different like from La Paloma when we did La Paloma uh-huh. all the way to uh, San Francisco yeah so different yeah oh yeah it was amazing. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to do one and then I'm going to like, you know, not go in because I was like, I can't watch the movie again. I yeah. like, watch it like a thousand million times. <laughs> yeah. I can't stand it. You're like, you're like get out of my so house. I get out, yeah, get out of my house. But every, I was so surprised. Like every, every, I was like, every time we showed it, it was different. Some 
sometimes with quieter, sometimes with like people would yell in different parts, depending on the town you were yeah, in. Yeah. Like, like when we were in Santa Barbara, like all the Santa Barbara guys, like Trevor and Travis Adler, and all yeah. these people were like getting so much love and not so much some That's of the you know yeah, like yeah. the Orange County guys yeah. and then it, the opposite you know when we were in Orange County it was like all about like Alex and Jared and yeah. then like some other people were not getting so much love it was fun like to watch it you know like that way and no it's, it's I mean so that's like the that adds another layer to your yeah. filmmaking in a way right yeah yeah it's, it's great just, it cool. and then there was towns where there was nobody surfing and everybody was cheering or people were quiet you know uh-huh. and, so yeah, it was awesome, and we just showed it in our Basel, which I was like, oh, you did, very nervous because it's like all art people that yeah. like you know I don't know who surfed there, but yeah, it's just a different scene, and people loved it there too. So I was like, cool. Well, it's almost like I think with the artists and the surfing relationship, I think it's almost like what they used to say the acting musician relationship is. Like actors want to be rock stars, and rock mm-hmm. stars want to yeah. be actors. Yeah, like artists want to be surfers. And surfers want to yeah. be artists. Yeah. Like so, it's like like surf yeah. like artists will look at a surf film and they'd be like, "Well, this is pretty cool." Yeah. Like they'll get into it, you know. They'll yeah. be like, especially like your kind of stuff and like yeah, this stuff. Like yeah, it's more exactly. artsy and yeah, it's more yeah. like they could, it's palatable versus like you know I'm not gonna dog anyone, but you look at like you know some what I call the like the stack clip like like surf videos. Like someone who's into art is gonna be like, "Okay, I don't like this doesn't." It's do like it. a sport, more like sport, yeah, like action. Cool. Yeah, or kind of like yeah that's the reason why I was like I want to make a film that it's different yeah I love it I mean it's so. funny because I know a, like a lot of people like had different opinions of it for me it's like I, I loved how it flowed mm-hmm. like when I watched it like it's something that like I put on every once in a while and I'll have it on I'll be here with my daughter and stuff and like she'll watch it and stuff uh, and, I'm glad you didn't put more porn on expensive porn <laughs> that's what everybody wanted me to do uh, oh, good no, okay no 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 I, I loved I love I love surf movies like that and that's why like you know I brought up the thing um, you know you didn't edit it you said but um, Christ from New Yorker like I love watching shit like that yeah like for me that that's really like nice. I could kind of sit down. It's not a huge investment. Like some of these longer surf movies, it's like, okay, I'm going to sit down. I have to watch like this. I could have like playing kind of thing. Yeah. And the music was so nice too. And and the other thing too is like all your work, like honestly, the music is great. Um, you've, you've worked a lot with Alex Nose. How mm-hmm. did that, how did that relationship first start? Um, well, we started, we, f- I, always loved his surfing and I'm like oh man he was like in the top of list mm-hmm. of people that I oh, that I wanted to shoot and mm-hmm. he's just incredible you know yeah. and he just does everything that I want to do when I surf yeah. and I'm oh, looking yeah. at him he's like oh my god it's like yeah. that's the way you know and um, so the first movie I, I was trying to get in touch with him and for whatever reason he was in Japan or somewhere traveling so it didn't happen and then when we did an expensive porn movie, I was shooting at Santa and he was just there longboarding and I just filmed a couple of waves and we kind of knew each other a little bit mm-hmm. from media or whatever, f- mutual friends. Yeah. Um, so I was like, hey man, do you want to like film, you know, like, you know, I'm shooting in film and uh, in 16 millimeter and all that. And I think he kind of liked that, that mm-hmm. it was a little bit different, you know, that I'm just, just wasn't like a guy trying to do a web clip or something. Yeah. yeah. Know, like I'm actually trying to do a, a movie. Um, so and he, I don't think he was working with anybody at the time. I know he was. He did a, a bunch of uh, films with Jack Coleman uh, yeah. bef- before that, and he was kind of touring with him and all that. Mm-hmm. And so, I think he was just kind of like not 
working with him at the moment and I was like oh let's uh, why don't we like try to shoot or whatever and then we were really lucky we got a, a swell at uh, Blackie's okay. or, or somewhere there uh, Newport okay. somewhere Newport and it's offshore winds that's like when expensive porno starts that's yeah. the, the first with the barrels and it's uh, like gorgeous yeah and I was like we kind of score there and the next day we scored churches and I was like cool And then, but I'm like why don't we travel more you know like go better waves uh-huh. um, so then we're like okay let's f- film more free jazz uh-huh. and then in the meantime we kind of like became really good friends and we were working on different projects um, just you know music whatever right like, you know, and then he was coming to New York and hanging out with us and my wife, and I go coming here. Yeah, because he goes out there a lot, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he goes there a lot. Yeah. So, um, yeah, one thing led to the other, and we we're like, okay, let's um, let's film more. And we filmed for like a year and a half together. Oh wow. Yeah, we one time I flew from New York uh-huh. to here. He picked me up. We drove all the way to San uh, San Francisco, um, all the way to um, Rincon. Uh-huh. Slept in the car. Woke up. The waves were flat, and we drove all the way to uh, Swami's and filmed. Like oh that's that was our dedication to get this stuff done. That's like a th- well, how, how long does it take? Yeah. Three and a half hours from there? Like yeah, it was more. it was cra- crazy. <laughs> I was all jet lag coming back. <laughs> like this is just insane. driving like from one place to the other, and like we got skunk a lot. I it's mean, hard to get waves here. No, it, this is the thing. It's like you'll have a lot of days where it's like you make the investment of time of going to like like from LA County. Let's say. They're like, oh, I'm going to go to Rincon or I'm going to go down to like northern San Diego County and you get down there and it's like nothing. I mean, I went to go meet Devin down at Oceanside one day and I'm like, okay, I'm getting up at five o'clock in the morning. I'm going down there and I show up there and I'm like, I was like, Devin, don't even leave the house. Like I, I texted him. I was like, I'm just going to come over to your house. Like, there's, We can't even surf this shit. Yeah. It's like bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's that. It's like that. And then sometimes you go, the waves are good, and there's a million people out, and everyone's dropping in on everybody. And I'm like, no, I'm and just shooting can, all this film. Yeah, yeah. You, and especially you with film, you can't do that. Where did you shoot um, a lot of that uh, Chrysler New Yorker stuff? That was mostly, that was all California. It uh-huh. was uh, like Swami's, Rincon, and uh, Santa Cruz. Like was, was he riding a, a rush short? Yeah, that's when he was getting into the bonzers. Yeah. So he was riding, yeah, like the Campbell brother uh, surfboards. But that was before he started making his own bonzers. So he's making so his own like now. Every, yeah, he's making his own now. Okay, because yeah. it's so funny. Everybody's getting into them. I know. I yeah, I'm so like they work so good. I mean, if you if you can surf them, I try them. I'm like, man, I don't know how he does this. Well, Joel told so me weird. like the thing is like the three fin one. If you're coming from a log or a single fin egg, which is like the world I come from, like I surf a lot of halls, he said it's easier to understand than the five fin one. The five fin one is like goofy. Mm-hmm. He said for him it's like weird. Oh, the one that like Tyler Knox will ride. Yeah, he like said it's five. weird. Yeah, yeah. He's like, it's weird. And he also, the thing that Joel told me too, which I thought was really interesting, he said those boards only work on an absolutely perfect wave that in your whole lifetime of surfing you might find five times in your life. Versus the three fin works on like oh wow other thing like yeah. and I was like when he told me that I was like fine and it's funny because I just came back from the North Shore and I went there with with Devin's board with that like his egg and stuff it was a fucking nightmare and uh, <laughs> it's too flat for out there and <laughs> and Joel was like he's like I told you you should order three fin bonzer oh you've been God. happy I was there for yeah, like three yeah. weeks and it sucked <laughs> I was like oh, this no. um you get to work with a lot of great people like Alex and like Cassia and like Devin and all these people. Who are some of the people that you've 
work with that really surprised you in their like level of surfing when you actually saw them in person? Mm, you mean like when I was working with them? And yeah, like like you knew of them and you've seen them like surf like let's say like in video or something, and all of a sudden you like were like, okay, I'm gonna go shoot them, and you were like, holy shit, this person's like. I think it's pretty much all of them. Okay. You know, you realize how hard and how hard they're how hard it is to surf mm-hmm. like them. And how hard are they shredding when you paddle out after you film them for a little bit? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like that's what I realized. Like for example, we were just in Peru, and I'm like, oh man, the waves look so small, whatever. And then I like went out there, and it was way bigger and way punchier, and yeah. like it was hard to surf. And I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna be so critical. But they're all they're all insane. They all surprise me. Like I, I can't really put my hand on, on one. Like everybody just. It's so good at what they do. So know? do you almost think it like they make it like the, the, the thing of them being so good is they make it look so they easy? They make it look so easy. Yeah. Like it's like you're like, look at it. You're like, oh, I could yeah. do that. And you get out there. Like, and you sometimes <laughs> you think you're doing it until <laughs> someone films you. And then you're like, <laughs> and then you're like I'm nowhere close to that. <laughs> like, like bird Yeah. Bird yeah. Like, I don't want to Wonder why that. I'm not in a surf movie. You yeah, know, yeah. Kind of There's like, wonder why these guys are like, you know, just the only ones yeah. out there. Yeah. Do you still feel sad. that like 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 kind of like awestruckness? Like even if you know these people, you're just kind of like, whoa. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's got to be amazing. Like I, I mean, just from watching your films, I can't imagine being there first person, seeing this in person. Like I would like lose my shit. Yeah. Like I, I know. Like I've surfed with some of these people, and like even like Cassie, like I surfed with her a bit. Like even on the daily, daily, day, like those daily, like morning sessions, I surf with her. I'm still kind of like. Yeah, I'm like holy shit. I'm yeah, like, this is, you gotta be fucking. I know they make it look so easy, and the best is like when you are actually in the water, which I shot a little bit, but mm-hmm. I, um, I'm, yeah, I did a little bit of water shooting, and then when you're in the water, it's just and they're coming at you and stuff. It's like even more of a. You know, oh yeah, experience, I can imagine. It's like know? in your grill. Like in land, sometimes it looks smaller. You know, you're just sitting there, but yeah. when you paddle out, you're also like right next to them, and mm-hmm. they're like just passing by, like flying or doing a floater or whatever. It's uh, like even nicer, like sicker experience. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. Now you mentioned that you've you mostly shot on film, but now you're moving to digital. What? Yeah. Well, we had. Um, something happened to us when we were in Costa Rica <laughs> more okay. like to me okay. so um, when we were filming Free Jazz uh-huh. um, we got a trip together with Dane Peterson Mikey the Temple and uh, Devin Howard okay. to go to uh, Witches Rock Okay. so we got sponsorship money and Trevor Gordon as well so okay. we got sponsorship money we got everything together we're like let's go uh, I didn't really look at the report or anything but I have a friend there that was like yeah just come here I'll Windsor offshore all day we'll go to Witches Rock yeah. I don't know if you've ever been there but it's, it's I've a been bit of a mission there. to get there yeah. yeah you gotta get on the boat the whole fucking yeah day. well we didn't do the boat we camped oh shit we camped with like tropical with mosquitoes freaking oh, the yeah. whole deal oh, you know oh. like for five days we oh. walked almost a mile to the beach every day with the 60 millimeter camera all the film heavy wooden tripod everything so got there got out of the plane go to um, and I always service my camera after every trip because oh. you get so much sand in it yeah, you yeah. Know? so I service the camera go get to Costa Rica unload work and ready to go surf whatever at the campsite and I'm gonna load up the film and just the camera didn't sound good it was just making like a weird sound you know it's like a car like you can yeah. hear the motor it yeah, was yeah. like weird so um, 
I'm like, fuck, like, this is weird. Like, I don't like the sound of this. And I like told Lane, I'm like, I don't know. He's like, well, you have a digital camera or something? I'm like, no, this is all I have. It's just oh, like the, the film camera. And I was like, all right, well, whatever. The, the film was going through it, but it was just a different sound. And I knew it was something wrong. So yeah. we filmed for a week there. We got some pretty good waves. Nothing like, it wasn't like epic or anything. Yeah. It was good, you know. Usable. Had a good time, usable, definitely. Get back home get all the footage 20 something rolls developed and everything was bad like just massive flickering like one oh. roll came out <laughs> oh man which you see in free jazz that the part where trevor is running you see the big rocks and yeah, yeah, yeah. like doing a churn whatever yeah that was the one roll that came out and then after that i'm like okay man like i spent like a lot of money on this trip flying yeah. everybody getting there yeah. walking my time my money everybody's money everybody's time you know He's like, and we got nothing. So I was like, I really need to start shooting digital. And then I bought a digital camera and I was doing both. Okay. Then when I realized also that probably about 60% of the time people fall on waves or they're not good, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, I'm shooting all these waves that I'm not using. So it's like, clink, 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 you know, every time. I'm yeah. Like, Fuck. Like, so then I started like not shooting waves because I didn't think that waves were good enough to shoot. But then they were like, you know, it would be like maybe a small takeoff, but then they would like do like a sick turn or something. I'm like, fuck, I just missed that. Yeah. Because I'm not filming it because I think it's a small wave or whatever. So I can't be judging waves, you know. Like, you have the money meter going off, like exactly. making your decisions. Like, yeah. I'm like, I, do I hit or not? It's going to be yeah. money, you know, like in limited film. I, yeah. I don't have, I'm not, you know, Kodak is not sponsoring me or anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, I have only like a bag full of film. Right. So I started missing a lot, you know, by doing that. So I was like, well, maybe I can shoot, you know, because the cameras right now are so good too. I'm mm -hmm. like, maybe I just shoot the surfing with the digital. So I film everything. Yeah. And then I do more of the lifestyle with the film. Right. So I started kind of doing that and I, I'm pretty comfortable with that because not, you know, not be able to miss waves and yeah. also having a little extra money to mm -hmm. travel. Yeah. So it's like you're able to get more, more, more yeah. bang out of your buck. Yeah. But still have aesthetically like the same feel if you're yes. shooting all the lifestyle yeah. stuff on yeah. film. You're like, I mean, if I had you know like a really big company behind my back that is like here's two hundred thousand dollars, go you know go we'll shoot everything shoot. on film. Yeah. But man, I'm like getting pennies, so I'm yeah, like, this is what I can do. So you kind of have to work with the tools you have. So is that what you're shooting? So what's the next project that you're working on? So I was gonna be done by free jazz. I'm like, okay, this is cool. I made three movies. It's cool, but. I kind of put it asleep for a little bit and then we were in New York this year and the waves were pumping for yeah, like oh the yeah. whole month of September Yeah, and I was like man I was like I wish I could just shoot you know like right now I'm like I was just I, lo I was looking at the camera there on my, on my desk and yeah. I'm like man the waves are so good like even if it's just for a website or something I should just shoot something yeah. so I called Justin mm -hmm. and I'm like hey Justin you want to come you know fly over and he was just kind of like mm not doing so much here like mm -hmm. making some boards or whatever he said yeah i'll go i'll come over so mm -hmm. he came for like half of september and uh and we just shot there and we were like let's just make a new movie and i was like it's going to be a movie about you because you're so unique in style yeah. and everything like i would love just to make a movie about you but he didn't want to do that because right. like, i don't want a whole movie about me it's boring and i'm like yeah maybe it is <laughs> so let's just make a new movie with you a lot yeah 
Yeah. Uh, but he he started helping me. Like he did the he did the artwork for Free Jazz. Oh, he did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that was one of his pieces, and now he just he did he's doing the artwork for the new one. And okay. He helped me out with the name too. Uh huh. Um, and he's help, helping me out with some of the music. So it's like a good collaboration, you know. Did he do the artwork that was like on those T-shirts and stuff too? Or no, that was this guy in Australia, Simon. Yeah, those were really yeah. Cool. He's he's really good. Um, it was kind of like. I was just sending him ideas of like old movie posters and uh-huh. stuff and can you do something like that and he would just do just it just send it to you yeah and I, and I did some of them but like the best ones he did so now with this new movie uh, how much of it is done like percentage wise we only have two sections New York and Peru okay um, and we're going I think we're going to go to Morocco uh, at the end of the month with okay. Alex and I think Andrew Doheny or Ozzy Wright have for I don't know who's coming or not. Uh-huh. We're trying to organize it now, and okay. I kind of have a schedule of like, oh, and then El Salvador or in Peru again. Uh-huh. I have a schedule of places that I want to go. Uh-huh. So hopefully everything works the way it's supposed to. And are you gonna? Is this gonna be parted out like like uh, expensive porno movies, or, or is it gonna be like? It's gonna be totally different. Okay. Um, just I think I kind of like the idea of doing something different. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, if I'm going to do something that looks like the last movie, then... You're kind of like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's going to be a better version of the last movie, yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. I did want to do Expensive Porno Movie too. Well, I saw Because I thought I was it would be really you, funny. I, I, I was going to ask you about that because there is like that little like pseudo... Fake trailer, yeah. Yeah, so is that still happening or... I, it might happen after this one. It might be fun to do. Yeah. I, I feel like when I finish Expensive Porno, like even a year after that, I'm like, man, there were so many new ideas that uh-huh. came to my head. Yeah. With that kind of, sh- um, that kind of style, and yeah. uh, that I was like sh- genre, you know, and yeah. I'm like, oh man, I wish I'd filmed this and melting wax and all these yeah. things that I wanted to do, and I'm like, well, but there's always a number two, yeah, and I feel like it's funny, like it could be really funny. No, I love the slapping thing, the, yeah, the, and that, ch- 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 like that was just like really funny, like when we wait, talk- that was free jazz, right? No, no, that was an expensive porno movie, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. There's I always do slapping. <laughs> yeah, but it was like like the way it was edited, like all mirror stuff. Like it was like really funky. Like yeah. I was, and then like the bowl of cereal that spills. Oh yeah, that's like the, the 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 girl like coming to an end. Yeah, yeah. In <laughs> a, a cereal, you know, it's like yeah, it, there were a lot of things that were kind of pornographic, uh-huh. but but like not. subtle. Yeah. Like only if you have a dirty mind, you'll see it that it. way, you know, whatever. So it was kind of like I didn't want to make it too obvious, yeah. but it's kind of like there. So now, do you have more fun working on these like bigger productions or on the like these smaller things that you do? I did have a lot of fun working on the trailers. Uh-huh. Some a lot of the trailers because they're so short, yeah. and you have so much footage, and you have to put it in one minute, and it's like there's so much to work with. I I also like the full features uh-huh. but I it's like a lot more work yeah uh, I don't know I feel like the more I more movies I make the harder it gets because I try to be so more more per- perfect you know so you're like harder on yourself you yeah I'm way harder on myself uh-huh. like with free jazz the reason why it took so long is I couldn't freaking make my mind on the music really yeah because I put a song and then I edit yeah so like I'll put a song and I edit so I was doing song editing, and then I would hate the song two days after that. Change, change the song, whole new edit. Edit So I was doing edits and edits, and then I just stopped editing, and then I was trying song and song and song, and I was like, okay, this is the one. This is the one for this section. And then I would just hate it two days. I was like, I can't even hear that. Like, but that's interesting that you totally said. bipolar thing. No, like, no, oh but God. you're edit- editing to the song. I mean, that's a very, like, skate video editing technique. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. how they edit skate videos. Yeah. Like, 
like they edit to the beat. It's got a, it's, it's like got a match. Yeah, like when they hit, it has yeah. a match. Otherwise, to me, it just doesn't mm-hmm. flow. You yeah. know, like sometimes I hear just music mm-hmm. with videos and it's just like so like uh, different, you know? Like, like disconnected. Disconnected. Yeah, yeah, it's so disconnected. I feel like I'm listening to a song on my left ear, mm-hmm. and, you know, like or like something different. Like it just, I think it's got to come together and yeah. into like one package and then it's like boom. Yeah, I see that a lot, especially like on the web clip era of like surfing videos, like a lot of this, these Instagram clips, like they'll use like a really good song and the surfing's really good and shot decently, but it doesn't fucking match up at all. And I'm like, if I turn the sound off or on, it's not going to make a fucking difference to me. Yeah, It's exactly. like depressing to me. Like I'm like, put a little effort into it, you know? It's yeah, it's just, it's some people, you know, with their website, they, it's just going to be there. People are going to watch it and it's going to be mm-hmm. gone. And I want for my movies people watch them and then remember them you mm-hmm. know and like watch them again and just not be gone i mean i'll, I'll say like with the expensive porno movie like i got into listening to some of that music because of it and i always think for me that's like really powerful like i know when i grew up listening, watching skateboard videos for instance like i got into a lot of music that i'm into because it was like this part yeah like oh this guy skated yeah. to it yeah, and it yeah. was so perfect yeah. and like we were, we were talking about it the other day, me and my friend Retta, who's a skate photographer, and he does now skateboarding documentaries. And we were like, you know, you could hear certain songs nowadays. Like, I mean, I'm 43 years old, so I heard this like 30 years ago when I'm like 13, 14 yeah, years old. Totally. And I can remember trick for trick as the song is playing in my Absolutely. head. And I think that's like something that's, like in your videos you're doing more of it, but I notice it being like there's a lack of it. Like I could hear a song and be like, Nah, like I saw a surf video with that song, then like eh, I don't really. Well, like the, even the old videos, like I grew up lo- watching like Lost videos, like mm-hmm. Lost Across America, mm-hmm. with punk music, yeah. like you know, and I love all that stuff. Yeah, you know? and this were those videos were good. I mean, they're like clip, 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 yeah. like you know, like and then party whatever. But the songs were sick, and even like it's for example another stuff, another movies that I love like Morning of the Earth or Evolution. Yeah, like, all those songs they have like pretty shitty soundtrack, but. Because you look watched it so much, and then it's like all the songs you love, so it's like related, you know. Like yeah, you get, it gets burnt into your head yeah. basically. Yeah, I do find that I though with that. a lot of the older videos, like. Um, and Vulcan videos are sick too. Yeah, like I grew up watching those. Like, so I was gonna say, so what were like the surf videos that like you, you grew up watching? Yeah, Vulcan videos, a hundred percent. Like I love because they were shot in Super Eight. Yeah, a lot of them. I didn't love necessarily all the music. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff was fine. Um, but I just I love the edits you know mm-hmm. and I'm really I'm a big fan of Ryan Thomas you know? okay I think he's like he's definitely sick uh-huh. you know like filmmaker and editor um, and uh, and then you know I I didn't I kind of grew up watching those videos because I was so into the shortboarding you know yeah, like yeah. I was telling you um, it wasn't until I started longboarding about like maybe seven or years ago that I like discovered like other films like you know Thomas Campbell's uh-huh. films and and uh, other like classic films, uh-huh. um, and I really like those as well. Did you ever see um, like Thomas's first movie he ever did, Love Supreme? No. So he did a skateboarding video. It's his first video. Oh, love! No, I never heard. So of that. you know that company, Supreme? The yeah, store? yeah, yeah. It was for them. No way. And the thing is, it pissed off all the team riders because it's not like a skate video. Oh what. I have to check it out. You can find it on YouTube. It's called The Love Supreme, and it uses the John Coltrane song from that. And the thing is, it's more, it's all shot like I think Super 8 
and it's all more lifestyle than skating. It's them skating, but it's more them pushing around New York City, and it's not really trick focus. I so see. when they got it back, like all the team riders, because these are a bunch of my friends that rode for like Peter BC and like Keith Huffnagel and all these guys. When they got it and they saw it, they were like, "What the fuck is this?" They're like, "We thought you were making like a real like skate video," and he's like, "No, no, I'm making this artsy movie." They're like, "Yeah, we're not gonna show this ever again." Like yeah, wow. But it's a cool thing to see if you I if you see his see surf yeah, movies yeah, yeah. because you see that and you're like. Oh, that's where it all started. It's almost the same thing like like Spike Jones, right? Like his first movie he ever did was um, Rubbish Heap, which is he, his first couple of movies are all skate videos. Mm-hmm. So he did Rubbish Heap, and Rubbish Heap is like an owner of a company basically said to him like, because he was a skate photographer, and he's like, hey, we want to make a video. Here's here's the credit card. Go buy a video camera. Figure out how to make it. And that was his first video he made. And then he made the if you ever seen Blind Video Days. No. Oh my god. I have to check that out. What is it called? Blind Video Days. Blind Video Days. It's the okay. basically the holy grail of every skateboarding video that's ever been done since 1991. It's basically everyone copies that video. It's when Jason Lee was still a pro skater and mm-hmm. stuff and it was it was uh, Spike's like first movie movie that he made. And it's like un- when you watch it now you're like, "Oh, I could see where that comes from." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the same token like, you know, with your work, it's like you have that like the Kooks movie that you did. Like you could see like elements of like when I see that I could see elements of like all your newer stuff kind of relate back to that. I don't know. I always kind of geek out on stuff like that. Like I'm like I always want to see the like the weird random project someone did first, and I'm like, yeah, there's something there. Oh yeah, yeah. That goes into yeah progresses. No, I really appreciate that you took the time to actually do that. It makes me really happy because I do it for people like you. Yeah, yeah. we're nerds. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, like a surf nerd. I love that. <laughs> like that's I well I also believe it's like you can like that old adage like how are you gonna know where you're going in, unless you know where you came from? It's a big reason why like mm-hmm. I watch a lot of old surf videos mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like yeah. more than newer stuff. Like I'm yeah. kinda like like Morning of the Earth is one of my favorite yeah, ones and insane. like the Greeno movies and like all this yeah. stuff and, and like obviously like Thomas's movies and stuff like that. But it's nice to see that like people like yourself are taking more of an artsy approach. Um who are some of the filmmakers that like are out now that you like really enjoy watching their surf videos? Well, Ryan is keep coming out with movies. Like yeah. the new Vulcan movie, I think. I yeah. that was really good. Um, who else? It's. I mean, I, I like all the stuff. I like. I really appreciate it. I, I like Taylor Still's movie, mm-hmm. Taylor, and just because this cinematography and everything is so beautiful and it's mm-hmm. just different, you know. Um, but I usually just. Don't pay attention so much mm-hmm. to surf videos. I know Thomas is coming up with a new movie, which I'm really excited to, to watch. Um, he has a surf and he has a skate. A video. skateboard movie. Yeah, I just saw him like two days ago. We had oh, you did together. Yeah, and he was just telling me about it. Um, so I'm really excited um, to see that. And uh, but um, I I just don't pay attention so much because otherwise I get too caught uh-huh. on like what looks like what. You yeah. Know? Like if I'm looking at other surf movies, especially when I'm making a movie. Yeah. Um, and then I'm like, oh, I don't want this to look like this person or that person. So I like to just watch like Hollywood movies and stuff, okay. you know, like experimental films or whatever. Uh-huh. And, uh, like when I did uh, Free Jazz, I was really into um, like Holly Mountain and El Topo. Like oh, oh, yeah. Alejandro, I don't know how to say his last the name. Rosky, whatever his name. Rosky, <laughs> yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, like I'll watch that day and night. And like remember the part when he Justin comes out of the cemetery and all that that was very oh like, yeah, yeah. Topo, like oh that's inspired. true I mean, now that I yeah like, and I he has, even he has the, the voice in it and like just going through the desert with like, yeah. Alex like 
just very on top of it. I just oh. didn't, I couldn't put any like Alejandro stuff because he's very violent. Yeah. So I wanted to keep it kind of like soft, you know. But well, well it's funny. A lot of like, you know that uh, band uh, MGMT. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. their first video, they used a bunch. Like they redid a bunch of scenes from really, oh, I like really know. subtle. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really like um, from that scene. I forgot the. The, the big movie with the the Jesus the outer space the whole thing or this might be all his movies but where it's that big round table and they're pushing some money into yes, the hole yes totally yeah, yeah yeah they did that same That's thing the they Hallman. redid yeah they redid yeah. that thing and all that yeah like for each movie like the first movie was more like a Jim Jarmusch then the next one was more like a you know like a, a Tarantino movie and the third one was more like a Del Topo movie and uh, kind of like I just get inspired by some random movie I'll watch mm-hmm. and I uh, get really into it and I'm like oh man like, I want to make something like that but with surfing and you know well I think that's more important nowadays I think like if you get stuck in this void of like just watching surf videos like you're gonna be influenced just by surf videos versus yeah, like it's the exactly. same thing with music like if all you do is listen to the genre of music that you particularly play that's all you're gonna do versus yeah. being like, let me listen to a bunch of different genres yeah. and be like, oh, I found something in this country western song I never thought of yeah. that might influence. That's kind of what like Bad Brains will do, you know? Like yeah. they were like a reggae band, but then they were like yeah. totally punk. Yeah. So it's like so different, you yeah. know? Like I love that. Just yeah. coming from different cultures and like different, you know, Hollywood and mm-hmm. like skateboarding and surfing and like art installations, shit that I will see in like when I go to the MoMA and it'll be mm-hmm. like, you know, like, uh, What's this uh, this guy that I was like really inspired by? I'm really bad with names. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> I'm not good at um, computers. So but this guy was just doing this thing when he was throwing like mannequins out of buildings, and then he will film them landing. They look like people. Oh shit. Um, and that's when I did daughter. I was like throwing yeah, pets yeah, and stuff yeah, against yeah. the wall, like just things like that. Yeah, that had nothing to do with surfing. Well, it's interesting. I mean, we're we're very much like I always go back to to hip hop and like what's the foundation of like this whole bodega board crew and stuff like where it's like you're sampling from all these random mm-hmm. sources like all the hip-hop that's really good for me is the ones that sample from sources that aren't like hip-hop or urban related yeah 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 yeah. you know you listen to public enemy like they sampled yeah. like so so many nasty yeah like uh yeah a lot of the songs anyway but yeah it's so good and i that i think it's it's, it's we're almost like like if you watch like going back to the surf video thing if you're just watching surf videos it's very incestuous right it's like surf videos having sex with surf videos and having surf video babies mm-hmm. right yeah but then if it's like surf videos and film noir and experimental film and comic books having a baby that baby's gonna be more interesting yeah definitely right? it's like it's definitely. like oh wow that's something i never it's thought gonna of. be a freak baby yeah <laughs> but it's gonna be a fun freak baby yeah, yeah. fun freak baby yeah um a couple of final things i wanted to ask you about so what was the um the pizza thing you did Oh, the pizza, it's just because I'm the pizza man. Like, okay. I love pizza. Okay. And I live in Montauk. Uh-huh. And it's very, uh, there's only two pizza places. And it's just a style of pizza that I will not eat. Like, yeah, yeah. dollar slice and just yeah. sits there all day. Yeah. I don't know. And I love Neapolitan pizza. Uh-huh. Like, just the true Neapolitan pizza. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, once I ate that, I'm like, man, I never, like, this is all the pizza I want yeah, to yeah. eat. And I, I love pizza. Like, I yeah. can eat pizza every day. Yeah, you sound like, like my wife. <laughs> yeah. Pizza and tacos, done. <laughs> like, I'm happy. I can be, yeah, live forever. And anyway, so um, I was like, oh, I love cooking, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I do on my free time when okay. I'm not working. I just love making food. 
and um, I was like, um, we really want to make pizza. So I bought like a wood oven and uh -huh. just started. And it took me about like three years to perfect. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this is something you were kind of doing in the background for fun. Yes, for fun. And then I was like, you know what? I'm like, people were coming to my house in Monto because I will we'll have people over all yeah. summer and like, because I'm always cooking. So yeah. I'm like, you know, you cook, you have to make a lot of food. You yeah. can't just make like food for two. You're making food for like, five or six and it's also when so much better when you're in a beach community and you're the house yeah. that cooks food and we're right at the beach everybody shows too. up yeah and we're at the beach like we have a really nice view of the ocean oh, and wow. like, we're there so it's like people stop by all the time to right. check the waves or to hang out yeah. or just to take a nap whatever so I'm always making food and I am started making pizzas and people were like dude I was like where can I buy this pizza like, yeah. this is really good whatever you know like there's no pizzas like this in Montauk New York City, yeah, there is, but yeah. not in you know yeah. Montauk. And I was, and I was like, oh, maybe. And my friend invited me. He's like, hey, you want to make some pizzas for our opening? And I'm like, sure. So I bought this little oven, and we just just went there and we killed it. Make a couple hundred. No, because well, I like, know I remember seeing it on like Instagram. I was like, is this him doing it? I was yeah. like, who's this? Like, this is pretty cool. Like, kind of thing. Yeah, it's just something else that uh. it's there, and it's like a little baby, you know, because. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you never know. Like, I don't really know if I would want to keep making movies for the rest of my life. Yeah. And I would like to have this. And who knows? Maybe it goes and blows up. And that's my So is, job. It, is it like right now, just you're doing it seasonally? Yeah, seasonally. Yeah. yeah. Okay, just, cool. yeah. So we're going to do it all next year during the summer. Oh, that's awesome. Like, I think every other week or every week. Uh-huh. Um, and it's really nice. We play jazz music. Oh, that's awesome. We make awesome. this amazing pizza. It's like 90 seconds to make. And they're delicious. And I buy all like the best ingredients and we'll come up but with that like zero 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 something flour double zero flour <laughs> yeah, three, day, three day fermentation yeah. like, nice bubbles nice char nice char i'm yeah. very particular and then like best mozzarella uh -huh. and then we'll come up with like good flavors like yeah. you know like figs rosemary goat uh -huh. cheese you know arugula oh, like, this sounds awesome I yeah mean, like things that you don't like that. Uh, usually yeah. and and they're not that expensive you know it's yeah. like 12 dollars for like a nine inch pizza yeah. I'm not trying to, you know, like gouge people. Yeah, exactly. Like, but isn't it funny like, that like in areas like like a Montauk or like I notice it's like a Tahoe, like any place that's like a seasonal like like place to go, like there's never good food. Like, yeah. it, like oh, there's yeah, yeah. fucking never like yeah. any good. In the winter, all we have was the pizza place, which is horrible, and the Chinese place because yeah. all the uh, then it's restaurants. Yeah. So it gets dark at four thirty, and that's it. And it's cold, and I don't want to eat pizza or Chinese food every yeah. day. I mean. I, I will eat my pizza every day, but not that pizza. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but, you know, so it's like it forces you to cook and do, you know, and do things. At least you live in New York City, where yeah. then you can go out every night. But So are you living mostly out there? Yeah, yeah, I live uh, like year round. There, year You're pretty round, much yeah, in Montauk. Yeah. And the rest of the time, like, if you live in the city, do you have a place in the city? Or? Yeah, we have a place in the city. Um, so my wife works in the city. Right. So... I was spending a lot of time in Montauk, and then she's in the city, and then we're like apart, and then yeah. we'll see each other on the weekends, and then we did that for like a year or two, and then I'm That's like, rough. man, this is not working. Like, I want to be with her all the time. Yeah, yeah. She wants to be with me, you know, this is what the relationship is about. So, yeah. so then I just, I was like, okay, I'm going to go to stay in the city, because I was like a little bit against the city mm -hmm. in the beginning, because yeah. I was like, oh, I just want to stay in Montauk and surf of all course. the time, but then it, you kind of start going crazy. 
Yeah, I mean, it's almost like that, that version of, like, Island Fever, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, you're just, you like, kind of oh, go crazy. You like, see the same people every single day, dude, like, I'm over it. <laughs> sometimes I will just talk to the FedEx guy all day, because there's no one around. I'll be in the garage working, and the FedEx guy will come, and be like, hey, do you want to sit down? Let's have a he was really nice. He's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, He's and, like, then, I yeah. and then I started going to the city, and I've seen friends going out for drinks, yeah. and all of a sudden, it's, like, 9 o'clock, and, like, yeah. 10 o'clock, and you're like, I'm not in bed. Like, yeah, yeah you know, this is it's pretty like, awesome. This is fun, and, you know. I don't know if I could live out in, in, in Montauk. I used to go there when I was a kid all the time because we had a fishing boat there. Oh, nice. Uh, so, like, I used to go, like, uh, I mean, it's gross to say now, but we used to go shark fishing when I was a kid and, and tuna fishing and shit like that. Oh, there. my God. It's, on, it's, it's so like, good. It's fishing, so different yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm going to wrap this up with, like, okay. one thing that we ask everybody. What's your favorite break to surf and why? My favorite break to surf? I think it's in, in front of my house. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I love that spot. Um, it's this little beach break. Uh-huh. Um, it's not like the best wave, but it gets good uh-huh. here and there. Um, and it's usually not crowded because yeah. ditch planes yeah. in the summer it gets crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's full of lessons and people from out of town. Yeah. Um, so it gets you know people drop in on you. It gets very competitive, and I just love that because I can run to the beach, surf, come back done and just keep working oh my god that's awesome yeah i, I mean even though it's not the best wave uh-huh. there's like a left uh-huh. which i love and it's like short are you goofy right um uh, goofy yeah oh okay yeah. so they yeah. yeah it's kind of like living here and having the beach yeah yeah like i, I surf, you know what i mean yeah like, I, I surf the shit break here all the yeah, time because it's just, easy it's easy yeah that's exactly that's what i love it's like fuck yeah. it i don't care like that that's been like my last like actually the last month and a half since we've gotten back from hawaii like usually i drive up to like malibu and topanga all the time and then since i've gotten back from hawaii i'm like it's 10 minutes here it's just done. fucking yeah. go just yeah. like, like my wife's like why are you spending an hour each way she's like you're never home she's like you have to leave at like five o'clock in the morning just to like get in front of people i mean you know i love surfing but i also love having a life you know and like i don't know how some people do they just surf all day and they just go so far to surf yeah and it's cool but at this at the end of the day i always you know every night i just kind of think about what i did during the day and Uh when i surf all the time i just feel like i don't really accomplish so much you don't get shit and i'm like man what did i do to that just surf yeah it feels great but i just wasted all no now like like i realized that now with like ever happened after having our daughter that I'm kind of like I can't do that yeah. shit anymore like my wife's like yeah you could. she's like a year and a half ago before she was born you could do that shit you can't do that shit anymore. yeah I'd rather almost like work hard and save money and then go into a trip and then just surf my brains out yeah. for like two weeks and not, don't think about anything else yeah. and then come home and surf a shitty wave you know oh, that's true but anyway yeah Um. is there anybody uh, you want to as we close up anybody you want to thank shout out to yeah I mean I want to thank everybody that I work with you know for helping me and supporting what I do that helps me also to keep doing it mm-hmm. you know and like obviously my wife and you know and you guys for you know having me here so awesome yeah well thanks so much for sitting down with us yeah and, thank uh, you hopefully catch you out there yeah awesome <laughs> thanks so much to Tin for sitting down to do that interview i had a lot of fun uh talking to him getting to know him a little bit better uh hearing about how far along his new film is uh at right now i can't wait to see it all the work he does is amazing and uh it's a real inspiration for me i think if you don't know his work really go check it out um and also you know pay for it why not you know buy the film support the filmmakers that's how these guys get more stuff done for us 
you know, if there's not a financial backing from sponsors and from viewers, we're going to lose a lot of talent out there that could be producing a lot of great film, especially for the surf community and culture. So make sure to check it out. But I'm not going to preach too much about that. I think we all want to have some fun out there. So I'm just going to get into some tracks and then I'll be back in a little bit with some short takes. Peace.
it again. I said it before. Move out the way when I'm coming through the door. Me, heavy, as light as a rock. Guys, watch, even some of the girls clock. Step back, it ain't that type of party. No reply if you ain't somebody. Get out my face, don't want to hear no more. If you hate rejection, don't try to score. First base, you ain't got what it takes. Your smile, your wink, your big fake flake. You're so pathetic, you make my stomach turn. You beg, you borrow, now you have to learn. a rock or I should say a boulder rolling down your neck pounding on your shoulders never shall I be an MC called a wannabe I am the light L-Y-T-E this is the way it is don't ever forget hear the rhyme someone else and you know they've been all in the way just little obstacles chew them up spit them out just like pops up suckers out of my way we're not on the same wavelength I show stability potential and strength on the other hand you are weak and unruly can never be a spot cause you're just a plain stupid I'm a slave, I'm a slave to the rhythm. Death rhymes on the microphone is what I'm giving. Yes, I am a rock and you are just a pebble. Milk turn up the bass and rock are just a level. So if a rap can paint a thousand words and I can paint a million. Wait, light is capable of painting up a zillion raps. So and when I say it, this is what I mean. 4002 and an alliance on the scene that I like to say what's up to my producer, King of Chill. Party people, are you ready? Jam if you will. Never underestimate light DMC. I am a rapper who is here to make things the way they're meant to be. The word ultimate. I'm here to take the title, but I had a little trouble. Hard my rubber, but I got rid of those who tried to rock me. Light is here, no one can stop me. You know, we also have hip hoppers that follow by the tone of my voice. You can tell I am a scholar. I'm also the leader of the hip hop followers. Now, get this I'm at a jam and I'm rocking it. Suckers like a checkerboard, red, black, is flocking it. The graces I ease across the stage, bars around the audience, sort of like a cage. They laugh because they assume I'm in prison, but in reality, they're locked in. Once again, I state that I can't be stopped because, yo, I am as light as rock. With a capital G, ball in the beat. Status Chris Paul or John Paul in the league. Grab a mic till the knuckles will bleed. Cause I believe the potent and a potent have you geek like speed. If rationale is natural, it will weave. It's all edges and peace. Setting press free on a permanent speed. I'm in the world where my princess is player. Ain't you feeling my beta? Am I 
world grows greater and greater. Him trails drop poisonous vapors. Heavy shaking like gator. Been trill, nigga, process to data. Blu-ray wave, follow a beta. I DVR to later. Copper masa with a G to waiter. You can't define us X, Y, Z. It's a generational elitist. Have your cheat and virtual think pieces. See these written words from medical science. Brains defiant. Thoughts heavy, baby. They're a major appliance. Leave a tan when dropping to flyness. Do a giant. Dude's nice. He tight screwed in with some pliers. Cool with some buyers. Yeah, nigga, cool with some growers. Never know tattletales, only I don't know us. Yeah, show me generation, show us what you gon' show us. So listen, mommy, see, we could collude with a boy. Mouthpiece like boys with a jubilant noise. Dudes rude and as useless as coins. Shoot them boys. Versed and rehearsing the soothing the loins. Talk to Joey Earl, Kendrick Cole. Gatekeepers afloat. They are extensions of instinctual soul. It's the highest of commodity grade, and you can get it today. Telly is low, cuddle bunny ready to go. Day of the dead, bury all the zombies instead. And it's just your aftermath, buster cutting your dreads. Real slaying niggas, ride your niggas, UFC. Smoke trio niggas, is a lot to USB. Surge pricing on these Ubers, I'ma give me a cab. Yeah, where'd you be at? Arriving on impeccable grass, I be in my seat, waiting for that law to pass. Cash it. Been waiting for a Jets title since last. The Chitar Todd Bowles, gang green on that ass. Magic Mike on the mic, David Blaine Douglas Henning. In the church of Buster Rhymes, it's my sermon you get me. Horizontal spitting, I'm the exorcist of your witness. Don't interrupt me, nigga. Sorry, that's a sin and forgiven. Like how we be skipping on bees like cooking crack in the kitchen. Just start the pack and dry it back up the wet. This mad city's not a game. Easy, quiet on set. Fire student of the past, trailblazing the day. Not acknowledging a trainer swept up in a phase. We still the highest of commodity grades, and you can get it, get it, get it, get it, get it today. Thank you.
Welcome back to the Bodega Border Crew Podcast. Hope you guys have been digging the tracks. Uh, speaking of tracks, this track and the last track are by the late, great Hugh Masekela. Uh, Hugh Masekela passed away recently. Uh, he's a great jazz pioneer in um, the Afro jazz scene. You'd recognize his songs if you heard it. He's uh, done some amazing tracks. I picked two of my favorite ones. Um, I don't think they're the most obscure ones, but they're kind of two of my favorite ones. Um, so I want to say, you know, thank you to Hugh for being such an amazing musician and so enlightening to all of us and gone too soon. I also want to send my prayers and thoughts to the Mesakalis family, especially Sal, who's a big surf enthusiast. Um, you've seen him announce on like the Red Bull stuff, on the X Games and all that kind of stuff. Um, so prayers go out to him and his family. And uh, the other thing I'd say is, you know, this is another example of how while you have the chance, really make sure you see these music legends while they're around. I know that a lot of people like to scoff at reunion tours and all that kind of shit, but you know what? Music is not infinite in terms of the live setting. So make sure to go out there and check it out. But uh, don't want to be a bummer too much. Uh, I think the music's amazing and uh, we're going to keep playing it. Uh, let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew podcast. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our page at bodegabordercrew.podbean.com or the full episode description on iTunes where we have track listings, links to things we're talking about, links pertaining to things we're talking to people with. But let's get to this week's short takes. The first short take is a link to a video that our boy CJ Nelson posted up uh, uh, having to do with his uh, new model that he worked on with Dead Kooks. Uh, I think it's really interesting because I've seen the progression from Eden telling me about it, from CJ telling me about it, from some of uh, CJ's team team writers showing me the the progress of the board. Uh, So it's really cool to see a video for it. Uh, I know it was inspired by, it was basically a shape that what I've been told, and this is what I've been told by people, it was a shape that CJ rode down during the Mexi Log Fest, which he won. And Matt, who was on our previous episode, told me that CJ basically put on the best logging display that's been put on in like 10, 15 years on that board at that left-hand point. And you can really see how this board performs and how it's, I think the direction we're going into with logging, or it's been going for a little bit, where it's this total involvement style, or at least that's more of like what I'm into. It's not that nose rider kind of like lock and step and kind of take your time thing, but it's more of like, you know, slash and set uh, Australian inspired uh, logging. And this board really excels at that. I want to get my hands on one. CJ, if you could hook me up with one, (laughs) I'd really appreciate it. Uh, But I definitely want to at least try one out. I know next time I talk to one of their team riders and see them in the water, I'm definitely going to swap logs and uh, see if I dig the shape. But from what I can tell, it's just perfect. And this video is a good example of what these newly shaped boards are going to be like in the future. Our second short take has to do with a video that was posted uh, showing a bunch of people surf Rincon. As I said, it's been a pretty lame season. Um, we usually get really good winters here in Southern California and it's just been lame. The one thing I've heard from a bunch of people is that Rincon's been one of the places to go to. I don't have that luxury that I could drive two and a half hours north 
and uh, take half a day and then come back because uh, I have a kid and I have a lot of stuff to do. Um, but I've surfed Rincon before and I do think it's like, it's probably one of the best waves and I surfed it on kind of a shitty day. Um, so seeing this video really shows how much fun it's been. Not the best conditions in the world, but it's been pretty cool. Uh, the other thing too that's cool about this video is you get to see Kern Cable surf, which a lot of people know him from skateboarding. I remember seeing him skate at the Vans, uh, the House of Vans opening in Brooklyn when he was like a little kid. I mean, this was, I'm thinking it's like seven years ago, six, seven years ago when they opened it. He was this tiny little kid. And even back then, you know, you knew he was just a ripper. So it's fun to see him surfing. Anytime I get to see him surfing, I think it's great. I think he's a good example of like that, how skating and surfing style can look very similar on a person. And he's that perfect example. But anyway, check out the video and uh, hope, hope and pray that we get more of that coming up in the next couple of months. The last short take I have is this article that was posted on Stab. Now, I'm also gonna preface this by like, I was kind of annoyed that I had to pay for this article to block ads, but I think it's an interesting publication method. Um, it wasn't a lot of money, I think it was 20 cents. You're basically paying like, I think something like five cents an article or something, so you can view them without ads. I don't think that's absolutely horrible, to be honest, I think it's kind of a good method. But anyway, that's another discussion we'll have another time, but, uh, this is an article and accompanying video that was of Clea Moniz when she charged Chiupu in like 2015 on a 9-2 leashless log for a Roxy shoot. Uh, everybody's seen the video and seen her like, it's one of the scariest bails that you ever see because to see a nine foot board just get swallowed up by this tube and being sucked up as you're getting sucked up is the scariest thing in the world. Like I would be, absolutely frightening that a piece of equipment was in the tube with me as I bailed, uh, just cause that'll knock you the fuck out. Um, I'm surprised she didn't. Uh, but it's interesting to hear her take on it, uh, and a little behind the scenes of it, you know, it's a wave that a lot of people are like just enamored with. Uh, it's beautiful. It's terrifying. It's challenging. It's breathtaking. It's life changing. Uh, so it was really cool to hear her perspective. I've been trying to get her on the podcast. Um, I've contacted her. You should get back to me. Um, your agent should get back to me and, uh, hopefully we can have you on the podcast soon. But anyway, check out the article and, uh, just let me know what you think. Well, that's it for this episode. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it again. I really do apologize for not being on top of stuff. Um, it's just been a little hectic lately. And you know, with life, uh, things come up and down and moving and traveling. Uh, luckily after this move, we're stationary for a couple of months, um, actually for a lot of months until we go to Hawaii in November. So I'm really happy about that. I'm not going anywhere. I think I might have a trip to New York uh, really quick just to see my family, um, but I'll be here. I'll be a little bit more consistent. Um, obviously I'm gonna be more consistent than the, sw the swell and the surfing. <laughs> it's been so ridiculously horrible. And I wish there's something I can do. I wish there's something all of us can do to make it better, but um, you gotta make the best out of what's out there. I've been logging, I've been trying different boards. I've been, you know, having a lot of fun. Um, I know I'm gonna be trying some fishes in the next uh, couple of weeks, uh, thanks to Chris Hall surfboards. Um, he's hooking me up with some fish, fish boards um, that I'm really excited to, to try out uh, just cause I realized I really like short fast skatey boards and i think that's like a 
that's like a perfect thing for me to get into. But anyway, I uh, want to just say that next week we're going to have a local on our podcast, Wes Adler. Um, and uh, he's someone who grew up in, born and raised in Venice, grew up in Venice, surfs at Venice Pier, uh, works for Deus, gets product from them, uh, has been to the nine foot and single. Uh, it'll be really interesting because I'm trying to focus a little bit more on some of the lesser known people to give them attention. And he's someone I've seen surf who's got amazing style and so good. But anyway, with that, I uh, just want to thank you guys for all your support and, and everything for reposting stuff, for ordering sticker packs, uh, all that kind of thing. Uh, I have some collaborations coming up. Um, told you guys about the log wrap video that we're working on called Lucy's. And that I'm really excited about, uh, putting music together for that, getting B-roll. Uh, that's something that Ryan and I will have out, hopefully. I'm hoping... If I had to take a guess, I'm hoping by mid-spring, um, and that's going to lead to a bigger film project, hopefully, but it's going to be, you know, two, three-minute video, and uh, might do a Kickstarter um, for the longer one, um, but, you know, looking for everybody's support. But anyway, I wanted to thank everyone for tuning in. I want to thank everybody for distributing it. I want to thank Tin for being on the episode, and everyone who's been on our episode, you know, we're 26 episodes deep, and... I didn't think I'd get this deep. I thought I'd do like 10, 15 of these things. And it looks like there's going to be so many more of these. Um, and if all I do is document people's stories, that's all I want to do. And uh, if you get something out of it or get turned on by something, you know, I think that's great. I think, you know, I've been getting emails and messages from people saying that like, oh, I didn't know this person produced boards and, or I didn't know that about that board or I didn't know that about that spot. And they're trying different equipment and they're going to different places and that's great. And I didn't think that was going to happen. And I'm great that this, this beast of a podcast is starting to inspire people. So with that, I want to leave you with our final words of inspiration, which is no need to bust a craze on a wave, you know, no need to snake someone, no need to get gnarly on someone. Just have a good time, smile at people, say hello. You don't have to have full conversations. You don't have to talk about your kids being in daycare or, uh, you know, where you get your tacos at or whatever the fuck you like to talk about. Um, but you could smile, you could say hello, and I think it makes it more enjoyable. I think also then at that point, if you guys do share waves accidentally, you can communicate and smile about it and actually share waves because it is a finite resource. And right now, if anyone in their right mind thinks it's possible to 90% of the time get a wave by yourself um, in a place like Los Angeles County, you're out of your mind. So with that, Hopefully you guys will have a good time out there. I'll see you out there. Swell permitting, time permitting, boards availability and all that stuff. But I'll leave you with a couple of tracks and I'll see you guys next week. Peace.
own. It only takes one punch to get that flow. Fist of fury, suck it, get hairy. Cause the cane got more spice than fury. I have the flavor down on paper. And nothing can save ya. Catching the vapors. Rhymes that'll sting your face like a quick jab. And I'm rubbing them in just like fix ab. Captivating, dominating, innovating, illustrating, fascinating, motivating, elevating, terminating, mutilating. Rhymes that was the way in gold, bold, never sold to a bitter. They clean the glitter, you're the bitter like kitty litter. Ask for damage, don't tell me what another do. Cause I quote that I'm R-A-W. So make boom, the fighters are doomed. Try to consume and make the old tomb a grave of a casket, a get a tasket. Your rhymes out of basket, boy, you get your ass kicked. Fronting like you're hitting hard when your arms are too short. The box of God, so don't even touch, cause I come for too much. I dress and bless any mic that I clutch. And for a rapper to challenge my freestyle, it must be seen now. And that's why, meanwhile, back at the ranch. The growth of the Asiatic chosen one that's expanded with the new branch. So many step on the nonchalant at. Now, wake up, sucker, this is Mortal Kombat. <laughs> They need X-Lax to stop gripping. Your mind is drifting. Prepare yourself because I get swift and captivate the crowd that you can't understand. At times I gotta say to myself, God damn, as I get hot and still be getting warmer. And I don't have beef with no other performer. Keep to myself, never bother another. But if a rapper tries to diss, I crush the motherfucker. Fronting them seeds that be trying to rip. Need to save it. Don't even play with me when I react like a volcano erupting. I step to you and say, now what's up then? Every word will be just like surgery. Cutting you open so much to emergency. Or either bow to your knees and billow. Or get played like a game of Nintendo. J-O-K-E-S ain't my style. I ain't a child, that's why I don't smile. I combine the line, design the bond behind the mind. So the find the other battles we design. As I go on from night to morn. Beginning to end from knowledge to born. Whenever rappers are looking for a static, looks like a job for King Asiatic. N-E-Z-N, me competitors. Then again, it might just be better to just slow down. You don't want to throw down. I get busy, get you dizzy like a merry-go-round. Feel the wrath of a big daddy war rhyme. And competition, prepare for wartime. Be alert for where I drop the bomb at as I destroy you at Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Wise words from a wise man of reach ya. I teach freedom, 
justice and equality. Peace to the brothers and sisters that follow me. Pity boys and minds of the people are ours. Slaves for mental death and power. That's the reason before I drop this bomb, I say peace to the nation of Islam. Make it safe, 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 daddy, I don't want nothing. Yeah. 